Hi, Moneymakers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, (laughs) share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. So, Joshua, have we finally bottomed because... The market looked rather decent this week. Normally, we would experience a lot of volatility. And even though we did see some, we saw or we observed some aggressions and people weren't like freaking out and losing a lot of money. It's neither a bear's market or a bull's market, but at least we're not suffering that much. So do you think we've bottomed? Should we expect more blood or is it time to put in your money and ramp up your investment? You know, that's actually a very great question because it is the multi-million dollar question. Can know yet. However, this week, I think we'll get more light because we get inflation numbers on Thursday. Okay. So we'll know if inflation has started inflecting down or it's still going higher. However, for now, I think we've put in a short-term bottom, but there's still going to be a lot of volatility. Look at the moves we saw last week with not even tiny companies, with many large mega cap companies. So can you explain that in like simple terms? What does it mean for the market to have bottom? Bottom means when the market has put in a low and it doesn't revisit that low anymore and it goes higher from there. Sometimes we see a double bottom, mm-hmm. like we'll see the stock go down to a certain level, go up a little bit, come back to that same point, touch it then, go to the moon. So if, have we hit a long-term bottom? I don't know. You know, it's very hard. (laughs) It's true. You know, we have to be honest. We don't know because the question here is, has inflation really bottomed, right? Or has it topped? Many people would tell you that, you know, especially with things like rent, it is this year we'll start seeing real estate inflation. You even grow more and see that in the sky. Well, also believe that that number won't really affect us like that. So I think this week, Thursday, is very, very important. I want us to see what the CPI level is. Hopefully it comes in way lower than we think. If it does not, then the chances that we're bottom goes down. You know, But if, inf- if inflation goes down a lot, then the chances that we're bottom for a longer term is higher, in my opinion. I think inflation numbers might not be as bad considering we got job numbers and it was expected to... We were expected to see that 100,000 jobs will be lost, but instead we saw a gain of 500,000 jobs. So I'm expecting, now I'm not sure if we're going to beat uh, the expectations of inflation numbers, but I'm expecting it to be pretty close considering the fact that everyone is on edge about it, but also, and everyone's trying to tackle supply chain issues. But I have seen... Uh, a trend with oil and how oil is still getting expensive and they're still talking about it a little bit. Grocery stores, our consumer goods are also getting more expensive. So I'm wondering if this is all factored in already in this uh, inflation number and the expectations we're getting, which would make sense why we might be closer to it or even potentially be. But you are right to say that inflation numbers would decide whether or not we have bottomed. So let's talk about major players this week. We noticed that some major players did phenomenally well, and we saw trillion-dollar companies acting like small cap. And what do I mean by that? Usually you see small cap companies moving 20%, 13%, 17%. And for big, more established companies, a 7% move is already insane. 
But we saw big established companies like Amazon moving 17% plus. And it's insane because why are they doing that? So let's talk about major players and what we observed this week, Joshua. Yes, I think we can start with Netflix. Mm-hmm. And coming, the market was already kind of weak, mm-hmm. right? What we saw with Netflix was outstanding. You know, to see a company that's, that has a market cap of over $200, $300 billion, you know, move by 20%. It's, it is insane. I, when I saw that, I remember I was digging deep, deeper into the financial statements to see what really happened and what caused that decline was actually the guidance. So every time a company announces their earnings, they also offer what we call guidance. That means their projections concern their future earnings, right? What do you think you're going to earn in the next quarter, in the next year? And Netflix gave numbers that were not impressive at all to the analyst. And why this is actually very important is that when people start seeing these quote-unquote tech companies, because they're they're supposed to be the ones that are growing, once we see them start slowing down, many investors start, start to panic that, you know, oh my gosh, we're in an inflationary society, what's going to really happen? Especially because they're not making any money. So their guidance or your future is going to tell us like, okay, they're about to start making money. So when they're not even giving us any future protection of growth, we're like, okay, panic mode, take all your money out because they're already losing money. Exactly. I totally agree with that because already the fact that we're in inflationary um, society already makes people biased against tech. Yeah. And when we see, and you're not even growing as much as we think you should be, that even makes it worse. Worse, It makes the matter more kind of like an emergency and people will sell that stock like there's no tomorrow. And that's what we saw with Netflix. For example, their earnings were bad, but I would think maybe a 6 or 7% down would move me enough. Nah, they took this thing to like 20, 22%. And after that, we next. And Google's earnings were good. You know, I always say like Google as the chairman of the fans, you know, because they have, Great management, they have great balance sheet, and they're still growing pretty well. And their earnings were good. They're not like great, but they were good. YouTube is still growing. Their search business is doing very, very well. You know, even their cloud business is not doing too bad, even though that is not their main concentration. But what really made Google go up about 9%, you know, in one day after hours was because they announced a stock split. Ah. Beautiful, beautiful, 20 for one. That's like, yeah, yes, for one. Finally. So the reason why they, they're doing this is to make their shares easier to own for, you know, smaller investors. Like us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like me. I've been wanting this for so long. Yeah. And this is going to get processed in July. So whatever the price is, then I think they're just going to like divide it by 20, you know, yeah, and each exactly. person, if you own one, share of Google before, then now you're going to own. So, you know, the value of the company is going to remain the same, but they're just increasing the number of shares available to the public. Quick sidetrack. Do you think, one of the questions someone asked me was, do you think it's better to buy Google now and then it would split up and then you have 20, then add later on? Because obviously after a split, the price will drop. Or do you think it's better to wait, then buy the 20 then? I think you should buy now, maybe not like tomorrow, but for example, let's say in March, we get kind of a correction or a downward move because they're expected to raise rates in March. We expect a lot of volatility. If March comes and maybe Google gets hit, that would be a good time to buy because I don't think Google has done its pre-split run yet. 
You yeah. know, it, it, I think it made a new all-time high last week when he went on the run after the earnings, but I think it's still going to make another run close to the period with the split. That makes complete sense. I was thinking that same with you, thinking of buying like now, but I was thinking that because everyone's like, okay, March, 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 because March is going to go down, right? Like stocks typically, historically, have not done good in March. However, we're seeing like kind of like an opposite. We didn't get any Santa Claus rally. January was pretty bad, even though historically it was good. What if we just see like a reverse and March is like to the mood and just keeps going up? But I do think it's better now, especially at the price it is now. It's good to buy, then buy some more after the split when everything goes down, because then you can catch that rally and the price is separated. Then after that, everyone's selling and it definitely goes down. You can average in. So I think if anyone's interested in Google, it doesn't hurt to buy now. You can wait later. Either way, it just depends on where where is your cost and how much bang for your buck are you looking to get. But that's interesting. Moving on to Facebook, also known as Meta. <laughs> man, they had this man crying in the boardroom because of what they did to his stock. And I saw a picture of like someone's license plate and he had a Tesla and he the license plate was like, FB puts. So basically, I guess the guy was insinuating that he made the money from his Tesla because of Facebook puts. So I thought that was hilarious. But I think it was funny when CNBC was saying that his eyes were watery in the group where he had like a whole hands on meeting to like talk with his staff and stuff and like, oh, Facebook is doing bad, but would get better. But had this man cried. The, the stock market is no place for the week. Not saying he's weak, but oh yeah, day. <laughs> so tell us about Facebook. Yeah, so I remember. So go had the earnings on Tuesday, right? And I remember the market went to the moon because Google was up nine percent. It was this euphoria. Everybody was so optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on Wednesday, I remember they pretty much faded the rally. You know, we opened and the market just went red. I think we had some kind of that came in but i know the market wasn't that strong the next one we actually opened yeah. and going into facebook many people thought okay you know google advertised google was strong facebook yeah. advertised they should be strong as well metaverse yeah. and i remember like seeing when they announced their earnings and the stock just fell <laughs> like, wow. then first straight up i was like wait 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 what the heck is going on you know and before i knew it facebook you know a company that's almost worth a trillion dollars was down 20%, you know, in a matter of minutes. And I was like, man, what is really going on? This is very unusual. This is not AMC or GameStop. <laughs> you know, this is, these are real companies with cash flows owned by institutions. It's a real company. <laughs> it wasn't driven by Black or something. Driven, yeah, the sell-off was driven by institutions. This is a point I want to get out. And anytime we see moves like that, they're just saying, bro, get me out of this stuff. I don't even care about the price. Like, just sell, just sell. And that's when we see those kind of exaggerated moves, yeah. you know. And when you dig deeper into their earnings, some of the stuff they said that the analysts did not really like was the fact that their engagement on kind of Facebook, Instagram wasn't as high as they anticipated, as well as the guidance. And also the CEO said that TikTok is kind of, you know, taking away the attention from some of their apps as well. So TikTok is kind of eating their lunch. 
And the market kind of took it and ran away with it. And they also took some losses with their metaverse business. Obviously, we know it's something for the future. Now, how far into the future will it be? Is it three years, five years, 10 years from now? You know, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. But the fact that making losses for now, the market is like that. In the future, they might regret it. You know, sure. if this becomes a big deal, money printer for Facebook, you know, they're going to make all that money back and people will start rushing back into the stock. And also their advertising, they said that due to inflation and obviously cost of living going up, advertisers are becoming more conservative. Basically, people are not spending as much. So it's like, huh, that's not what Google said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Google's earnings said the advertising was still pretty strong, right? So but is lying. <laughs> yeah, I think that will play into when we talk about Amazon next. Yeah. So let's get into Amazon. You already brought them in. Tell us about Amazon. Their web service was is doing pretty well. However, they did note that, you know, spending, we shouldn't expect the same we have been seeing before, which is not surprising. I'm, I'm shocked that um, some analysts didn't take this news pleasantly because they have been telling us since 2020 and 2021, like, hey, these figures were exacerbated by COVID-19. So we shouldn't be expecting this anymore, but... They didn't still like it. So tell us about Amazon. What should we expect? Do you like it? Are you sinking that stock? Are you flushing it? Are you excited about it? Yeah. So with Amazon, I remember. So after Facebook news <laughs> on Wednesday, the market. Everyone began praying. Amazon, please. Everyone <laughs> just gave up. I remember the NASDAQ on Thursday was down by 4%. Mm-hmm. You know, after that Facebook, everyone just thought, man, this is going to be a disaster. You know, I remember Amazon was down like seven to eight percent on mm-hmm. on Thursday, you know, and the market was we we're all ready for the worst. And I think this was this was what saved Amazon. The fact that the stock was smacked so hard, now eight percent, even going into earnings, right? So when the market closed and earnings came out, Amazon went up like 15 percent. I was like, man, the earnings must have been very good. So they beat on earnings, right? On their EPS. However, this was not due to their underlying business. Part of it was due to the underlying business, obviously. But a good chunk of it came from Rivian because yeah. they were investing in Rivian IPOs. So they were able to make a good you know, profit from that. However, even their guidance was not strong. The only yeah. bright spot in was AWS, Amazon Web Service, which grew 40%. You know? So obviously, we know that like, their software, their cloud business is doing really, really well. But like e-commerce-wise wasn't doing as good. Another bright spot was the advertising. Yeah. So the advertising was doing really, really well. And that made me think, huh, is it possible that they're taking some of Facebook's share? I think that's what it is. I think Google has the largest part of that market. But the thing is that I feel like because of all the backlash surrounding Facebook, it's really just a problem child. <laughs> like people think like people don't understand this metaverse you're going into and they talked about TikTok taking share and people are like, hey, is this really worth investing in our business? And when every single time people go to Google anyway to find any information and Amazon, their search engines, when people are buying stuff, the marketing there makes you like art to add your stuff to the cart. Add to cart. So it's just a lot. So I think why no one's really lying when Google is saying that we're experiencing uh, more ad users, you're paying for more advertising when Facebook is saying it's live because market share is being taken away from them for sure. Yeah. So that's that's the thing with Amazon, I think. And also they have the weakest fundamentals in yeah. relation to the show. So they're kind of the most expensive 
compared to the likes of Facebook and Google and Microsoft. That's why investors are a little harder on Amazon. They expect more growth. And because they're, in my opinion, like the fact that they got smacked, that's what really saved that stock, to be honest. As when the market was strong, going into Amazon's earnings would have been a disaster. Like the stock would have probably been down like 10 you know. So on Friday, the stock rallied. And another company too, Snapchat. Snapchat went up 50% on earnings. So on Thursday, because Facebook missed, I remember Snapchat is also part of the advertising you know, space. They were down 25% going into their earnings. However, they actually made money for the first time. And their guidance was actually decent. So I think this kind of engineered a short squeeze and the stock was up 50%. So all these ones are not normal. Yeah. Seeing Snapchat is a company with a market cap over 50, 60 billion. It is not normal to see these kind of companies move so But they are pretty cheap though. Snapchat is pretty cheap. Oh yeah, it's, but it's still a large company. Them. Yeah, it's easy to move yeah. them a little bit. Yeah. I feel like it's really so, like Netflix and Google that has me more like eyebrow raised because these are super expensive companies and look at how they were able to shift them in opposite directions, which is super interesting to me for sure. But overall, which is your favorite fang? Oh, it's Google, easily. Honestly, that's what I was about to say. Google is easily their growth, everything about them. I love them. Also because of how they position themselves. I think what is definitely affecting Facebook is they are not looked at as a technology company. They are still being looked at as a social media company. However, Google is looked at as a technology company. Amazon is getting away with it because it's rebranding itself as a technology company. But I think that's affecting Facebook a lot. People don't think, oh, technology. They're not thinking of metaverse. They're not thinking of all the other stuff they're into, all their other investment. All people are thinking of is this is social media. So I, I feel yeah. like they are able to rebrand themselves properly to a technology company. They will still be suffered because it's like somebody saying TikTok is affecting Google. It doesn't make any sense why an app like TikTok would be affecting them. But I guess TikTok is really big. Who knows? For two, it will be Microsoft because I like what Microsoft did with that position of Activision. You really want to focus on game. I think there is growth there. Also, last year, they acquired Nuance, Nuance Communication. It's kind of like an AI company. They want to get into the healthcare space as well. So I really like what Microsoft, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they really went for this dinosaur because if you look at Microsoft five, ten years ago, yeah. people thought Microsoft was PowerPoint, Excel, yeah. <laughs> you know, Windows, just those kind of also. But now, their CEO, they had a CEO change, you know, many years ago. And that guy really came, Sadia Nadella, he came in and really changed the game yeah. for Microsoft. After Google, Microsoft, before it was Facebook, but their last earnings really just disappointed, you know. So I, I can't really put that in my top two anymore. Maybe until they figure their stuff out. They need serious reinventing. And I'm sorry to say, I think Mark has to shift away from, like, maybe not, like, get away from, like, heavy-duty, like, CEO stuff. But, like, they need to bring someone new that would be more of a face. Because I feel like maybe Mark, some, I don't know, investors just don't like him anymore. Everything, all of the entire uh, stealing data and stuff, they need someone new. I think that helped Microsoft a lot. And I feel like because of that, they, they really do need someone new to make them, because with the whole change of Facebook into Meta, 
They need someone to carry that. And they need so a different face needs to be there. So they are not thinking of Facebook, social media company that is stealing your data and selling it and advertising and political affiliation and all of that kind of jazz. They need someone to tell them like, oh, Facebook has really changed. They are no longer Facebook. They are now Meta. Meta is invested in metaverse and future of technology and AI. So they need that rebranding, unfortunately. So maybe like he'll be more in the back end. So they need, I don't know, like a quarterback. He could be the coach, but they do need like a quarterback that will be the face of the company now is what I'm thinking. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So that's it for today, guys. This is all we have. We're excited about the market. Hopefully Thursday's numbers are great. So Whatever you need to do, who you pray to, God, universe, whatever, manifest, just hope the market does good. But have a good one, guys. Have a good one, guys. Bye.